Um, I get in trouble for not speaking into the microphone. Don't we all? Uh, by the way, is that what you got a new rig there? You got a new setup? No, I'm leaning back. I, uh, I just had lunch with an old mentor of mine. We had about three beers at lunch, you know, seis de mayo, ate some Mexican food. I'm a little tired. I celebrate oh. the day after. Well, it's, I, for me, it's a month long celebration. Amen to that. Shout out to Lucha. Did you see that picture? They sure did. It was beautiful. Fucking amazing. Amazing. Lucha Abracadaver, our beloved uh, team owner, 33 swipe holder X Dose. Um, crushing it with a, a wrestling event yesterday. He's a uh, professional wrestler and he's the best. It's a great pick. Um, I like that he didn't put it in bleachers. They don't deserve you know? to see, you know, not yet. No, it's not, they haven't earned the right to see it yet. There's some very deserving people in there, but they've got a little work to do. Yeah, let's talk about that first. So you open the floodgates, and now we've got 30% more people in the bleachers right now than the entire grotto. So it's cool yeah. to see people roll in, and, like, there's definitely some standouts already that are fully engaged, ready to go, like, pumped about the project. You got people that came to play. There's no question. Um, They've been waiting for this opportunity. Yeah, and they're and they're delivering on that. It's uh, it's remarkable. You know, we still have occasionally that person, like last night, tell people come in. I'm there to greet them, and they just blow me off. Like, Nothing pisses you off more when someone comes into an artist Discord, greeted by the artist, and then just doesn't say anything. What the? Why are you even there? <laughs> That's the, the whole point. Like the whole point of going into an artist discord is to have some sort of interaction with the artist. And there I am with my little blue Walmart greeters vest on saying, Oh, hi there. Welcome. Anything I help you with? Crickets. Wow. Yeah, no, that's, that's not going to endear you to me. <laughs> no, but that's going to be half of what the bleachers is, to be honest. I mean, you're, you're going to have people rise to the top and some people who are just fade to the background. Okay, to a degree. And yet, and yet, predominantly, we've had really amazing engagement. I mean, it's... I think so, too. It's not, it's not that thing that I was so afraid of, of just apathetic, you know, noncommittal uninterested when 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 no these are people that these are our listeners these are these are our, our our followers right these are people that are like yeah let's get into this asking good questions too valid ones because there's a lot of questions to be asked there's a lot of questions to be asked there's not not many that have come in having a real sense of what's going on but they're asking some good questions it takes a while to wrap your head around it i mean and i think you know, those LFGs and the podcast as well, just like will definitely keep people up to date on like what's going on. But I think I said it in the bleachers, like the main thing is to just fill out any form that they're required to fill out and pay on time. And then you're doing great. Oh, if you, if you just fill out every form and get your payment in your top 20% right off the bat. Easy. Easy. So a lot of people are like, how much is this time commitment? It's like it's nothing. And especially in franchise era, it's even less because you've got groups that are guiding you and telling you when to do and watching out and paying attention to the stuff that you may have missed. 
you know, we've come a long way between franchises being there to support stuff and a free agent pool to support stuff, but also just the amount of media we're putting out there. Yeah, there's so much more hand-holding now than when I came in. Forget about it. Yeah, it's because I wanted rough stock that was going to show that they they could handle a little bit of duress here or there, (laughs) right? I need you need to show that you were hardy enough to to make it through a cold winter of the fucking grotto. And I'm coming up on a year now. I think July 15th. I went back and looked. I bought uh, Joan of Arc. That was my first card I ever purchased, July 15th. So that'll be a big day for me. That's cool. You buy one? I bought one. I went back and got another one. And then from there, uh, I think I got a a Frozen Carbone. I got a Molotov Jones. And then I've used those throughout time and picked up additional ones on the way. But first base card was um, was, uh, Stoner, 40-year-old Stoner or whatever. What's the card? Joe Kerrigan, 47, still a stoner. That was first card. Um, you know, I bought I, I, I bought some cards over the weekend. Uh, oh, so you were also part of this floor sweeping exercise. Oh, no, 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 no. Some 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 uh, pretend baseball, or actually real baseball cards. Not oh, oh. Oh. Um, but I, I, I bought a, a, some more, just some more stock, some more stuff to have. Um, and, and of the, the eras that I work with traditionally, right? Some of those, 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 those years and such. And it's just, it's so much fun now to go through cards to like thumb through and see all the characters like in different years, right? You got, you know, it's like, I may have used a 77 and then I see them in a 79 or an 82 or something. And it's just so much fun. These are names that I wasn't familiar with, but if I see them pop up now, I'm like, holy shit. Like, that's a a person that Threes is painted over. You know what you got to do? Even if you just watch the very beginning of it, there's a documentary about the Doc Ellis LSD no-hitter. I've seen it. It's amazing. Now you got to go back and watch a little bit of it because, like, the first four people interviewed are threesomes. Okay, okay, I will. Because I don't think I had that context when I watched I mean, it. You know, you didn't have that context. Even I, I had seen it long ago, and I knew who those players were, but it didn't resonate that way for me. And I watched <laughs> it while well, I was sick. I watched it, and I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> there they are!" And I, you know, I won't spoil, spoil who they are, but it's great because like the names you know very well, and there are these people talking. It's funny we see people posting in the grotto of like they're buying actual baseball cards, like the the Tom Needenfuhr. Someone bought like an actual card of him it's hilarious exactly it's become like this little side project for some of these guys is to collect the original (laughs) base cards i mean i've thought about it for sure like i i think that that's hilarious like i would love to is don carithers an actual baseball player don carithers is an actual baseball player yeah phenomenal all of the x's uh are actual ball players so for anyone out there, go search the names and just do an image search of those baseball cards and find the right year and whatnot. It's hilarious. I did a little exercise just to see like some of the teams that you've based the previous series on. And uh, for cat moms, I, I pulled up Jody Davis. And it's funny to see the poses that they're in that you've kept and painted over. Jody Davis is obviously a man who plays professional baseball and it's the same pose of him like leaning back 
and catching a ball, but then it's Jody Davis holding a cat up in the air. And it's, it's funny to see like where they came from and where they went. Yeah. I, it's, um, you know, I have fun with it. I use it as a little point of reference often. It's a play off of what's there, right? It's, it shows how close we are. You know, I've been having a lot of these conversations lately about how close threesomes is as a persona to who I am, right? And now it's, it's unrecognizable, right? And a lot of the concept in that, in that performance aspect comes from the idea of, of the paintings and what I'm doing is it's it's that close to real baseball but it's just gone into that other realm right and so like this new world that we all live in where you're crypto kitsch and we hang out with retro and ashy wicker you know is this billionaire eccentric right all of that is really close to who we all are and that's the grotto allows us to be the best parts of all of that. That's how I feel, right? Yeah, it's a parallel universe. It's a parallel universe. And it's also like our best selves. There's no fucking negativity. There's no evil. There's no, you know, trying to get ahead. It's really remarkable. And I, I think that the people coming in the bleachers now are feeling that. Where they're like, this is, this is something special. This is a different place. And I've, I've, I've been worried, you know, I've been worried for weeks about months, really, about opening that door of like, how is it going to play? So for the last month, most of my LFGs in the grotto were, had a little time where I go, just to remind you guys, we're opening the doors. Things are going to be a little different, right? Um, but it turns out that the people that are interested in my stuff are pretty cool to begin with. Dude, did you notice uh, I was hanging out in the bleachers when uh, Tron showed up with his new account? And that exchange over the past, the next hour or so felt like such an old school grotto throwback time of just hanging out. Yeah, no, absolutely. And we have that. And there's, uh, I was on a call with the cat moms a couple hours ago and plop was in there and just chatting it up and talking about like how important it is that the grotto has this, what's now like a long history and a lot of reference points and a lot of dynamics that we build off of and how how important that is to her as a part of the project. And she referenced that with Tron coming back, you know? I mean, they're genuinely inner, inner relationships, not just relationships that have played out in a year of the grotto, which have set that foundation. We, we coined it this week. You know, we, we finished up the foundation era and now we're moving in franchise era. Right. Yeah. We really had to to lay down a lot of work and a lot of of connectivity to bring us to this point where we're able to open the source. And it's been seamless. It really has been seamless. I would have to agree, man. I mean, with everyone that's coming in, no one seems to be an asshole. Everyone seems to be excited. I mean, three penny that that's going on sale today. Right. Like starting today. Yeah. And, And we're just about three hours. So are we allowed to buy any or this is just for new people? Just for new people. <laughs> God damn it. I was sitting, I bought Tez when yeah. it dipped and then we had a nice rally and then it dipped back down to where it was. I was like, you son of a bitch. I don't even want to get into that, but I'm so mad at, at, at the investing world for deciding that crypto just flows with whatever market swings and yet they won't let crypto into the broader market. So come on. It does 
if it's either outside of all of that, in which case we should be unaffected by the fucking stock market, or it's in with all of it, and then let us in and let's let's just trade this easily. And and I I was trying to get into the goddamn. <laughs> I'm gonna get, get a little riled up. Trying to get into the fucking Mad Dog Jones drop today on FTX. Okay. Didn't even know that was happening. If you got 30 cents, you can go get into it on secondary. Don't worry. Okay. But first of all, I can't. I'm a New York resident. I'm not allowed. Really? How are we? Yes. FTX will not allow me to verify and validate myself. So I can't buy, trade, or sell. Meanwhile, I have a, a an Aku in there from the from the Miami experience that I picked up that is supposedly pretty rare. I don't think it's worth anything because it's on FTX. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, no, I wanted to get the Mad Dog stuff. He's you know part of the Grand Prix that's happening right now in Miami, and that's what the whole drop is. And um, you know, I want to support him. I want to be you know, and and, and sure enough, I can't. And so that's what I'm getting at. Don't have all these fucking restrictions, man. And then and then I don't get to, you know, you're going to affect my pocketbook. I carry a pocketbook. You're going to affect my pocketbook by tanking a market completely correlated to traditional financials. If that's the case, then let me act like a traditional financial. Otherwise, stay the fuck off my crypto. Don't tank me when, when the fucking stock market goes down. Yeah, I really wish they decoupled a bit, but it looks to be tracking exactly the same, which is the toilet. Yeah, which now, of course, well, I, again, let's not let's not obsess over this, but um, that's why I made the decision to offer three penny at a fixed price of two hundred USD. If we're going to come, you know, we're going to tag things to the USD. Emphasis on D. Uh, then. Don't shake your head at me. Uh, <laughs> then, then let's let's go ahead and do this. So it's two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars is is the one of the cheapest entry points in any project, and this is an established project. Yeah, you know? I paid far much. more well, than that. Yeah, did you? No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. Um, but you know, you're getting. I'm making this where, as a newcomer. Imagine this. I'm over delivering some value, aren't I? Not only, you get, not only are you getting access to all this stuff, but you're getting some very exclusive pieces that will play out and pay dividends immediately. So let's talk about that, the rookie cards. Yeah. So we talked about this last week that, that you'll get by coming in as a free agent this weekend ahead of uh, the Monday cutoff where you've got to declare your free agency. Uh, anybody who does that will get 10 editions of the Season 9 Rookie Card, which will allow you to uh, there'll be access. Every drop, every airdrop will have a specific slot uh, or slots to be determined um, for, for, for rookies, holders of these rookie uh, editions. And so you know, you're getting 10 of those along with the cost of, of entry into the project, along with the cost of declaring yourself a free agent. All of those things have, have values, but right straight up, you know, if, if there were to be 50 new free agents declared, you got a one in 50 chance, basically. Every Great day, odds. Right? 
great odds. It's, it's basically the only thing that gives you a better odds than that would be a 33 swipe. And you're welcome to go buy Luchas right now for 20,666 tests. <laughs> he would be fine with selling that to you for $60,000. I think he'd be fine. It's something that rookies might, might not know. That, I mean, there's collectors in the grotto that are completionists that still want at least one of those rookie cards too. So like these are not just cards for obviously they are for burning to get into those raffles, but they're going to be worth something. They're going to have a value. Um, and not only that, they are threesomes. They're going to be minted on the threesomes wallet. All threesomes have future utility. So burn them because they're going to give you your best shot as a new, as a new kid It's going to give you your best shot at getting these, these new airdrops. But they're also going to have future utility. What if this is this could be the first card that it's completely burned up if used appropriately? Yeah, yeah, theoretically, that'd be something. We really because we haven't had that yet. But that is the ultimate goal for a lot of these cards is to completely disappear. Yeah, yeah. As far as 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 additions, we haven't had it. You know, um, the three friends and the black cubes and the white cubes and the pink hearts got burned away so but there's still you know, some yeah but there were there were six three friends total that evaporated went away forever one of ones that's true there are some cards that are one of ones that have been completely demolished yeah and we had so a send-off we had a funeral for those so imagine same thing <laughs> but yeah no it would be uh it'd be remarkable to see a card get get played out in addition to, to cease to exist like Joan of Arc. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be amazing. Right. I mean, already Joan, there are 2,222 of those and there's 756 left. So it's already two thirds are gone. Yep. That's pretty much on, on those inserts. Oranges really haven't been used because they came out sort of late, right? Late to the, I mean, not late, but like recently. Um, so oranges and pinks are plentiful, but you're already down uh, a solid, 65 70%. I think it's 69%, right? On Marlenas. Are we really? Have we burned yeah. through that many Marlenas? Oh, yeah. There's only 22 to 2300 of each left. And we started with 30,000 of those. Yeah. Yeah. There's <laughs> oh, my than, God. There's fewer than 10,000. I think there's like 9,200 total. And we started with, with uh, 30,750. And for people that don't know, a lot of those were used up during uh, multiple painting events that we've done because they're required to to create the palette in the first place painting and and they were the the burn the insert burn card of choice for for two series because they were so high in additions yeah i mean i think we'll see a lot more valentines possibly get burned more oranges because those are usually uh we use those within the grotto for betting purposes like betting bidding on bidding. yeah betting and bidding but yeah, yeah I mean, every, they, Every type of insert has a specific utility. Some some have been announced, some have yet to be announced, right? But um, once once that's announced, then that changes the dynamic. Oftentimes, people will use them uh, before any announcement as a strict insert because any insert you can go back and burn the expensive inserts. You can you can burn a Godzilla, which right now is listed for like four hundred. You can burn yeah. that for one chance in the wheel. You could burn a uh, Astro Van Arsen NFTs yeah. represent. That's our only insert, by the way. We were talking through it the other day, and we're like, shit, we don't have a lot of insert IP to play with. Uh, it's a Series 2. 
It's not an NFT. Really? Doesn't say NFT anywhere on it. Oh, see, I thought we got all of the the series too. Yeah, but that, but don't, but neither do, like Marlena's don't belong to the cat moms. Okay, okay. So don't feel left out. Definitely you have, not. You have some of the most base cards. Okay, I think you're you're tied for second with another series as far as the most editions, um, or most different editions, most varied editions, right? But no, I it's. <sighs> It's been a really wonderful week to see people settling in and getting very enthusiastic about it. And they have very little access to anything. And they you know, they've only been able to go on one LFG and then of course the public Twitter spaces, right? Which was um, great. The Twitter space was awesome for anyone that didn't listen to that. Definitely go back and listen to it. Yeah, it was a fun one. I mean, um, we're going to see, we're going to see how many people right now the forums are live. I mean, uh, very strong response. It's going to be interesting to see what sort of momentum gets picked up. Weekends are hard. And I purposely do these things at times where it takes a little more effort. The easy play is to do something Monday through Wednesday, Monday through Thursday. Okay. Um, people go away for the weekends. Wives and girlfriends and lovers and husbands and abusive boyfriends. They get in the way. They get in the way of, of some grotto stuff, right? Yes, they do. If you're going to come into the best project that fewer people have heard about than others, can't say nobody at this point. Fucking market has shown that people know what's up. But, but you know, if you're going to come into this project, I need you to make a bit of, of effort to get into that, that sweet spot, right? So, yeah. So you take you find five minutes to fill in your form. You can have all weekend to buy your three pennies. Okay. Take five minutes to go buy some three pennies. And then come Monday, when you're told what to do, you send them to 333.tez and declare your free agency. And there you go. You're ready, you're ready to rock on, on Tuesday. So I haven't seen the form because I was scared to click on it because, you know, if I don't follow directions, something bad might happen. But on the form, are people like ordering however many three penny they want or just enough to cover no. the 200 USD? No. no, no, no. There's actually, there's, we're, we're entering a new era here. Okay. There's, you're going to connect your wallet. I can say it now because it's already out. You're going to connect your wallet to threepenny.com. Okay. And go through the transaction. It's going to take Tez out of your, your existing wallet and, and take three pennies and drop them in there. And so you'll be able to buy one roll or two rolls of three pennies. Uh, <laughs> you buy them yeah. by the roll. I like that. Buy them by the roll. Buy them by the roll. And you need two rolls to declare yourself a free agent. I like that. That makes it a lot simpler, I think. So you said it's pinned to $3 at the moment? Uh, yeah, it's pinned to $3. So 33.3, three pennies in a roll. Okay, so... You need 66.63 pennies uh, to become a free agent. Can you pay in, in a that kind of denomination? Or I guess it's the roll, so it doesn't matter. 33.3 for a roll. Yeah, that's what you get, 33.3. Smart, it's the, yeah. Fresh realize, I see know, what you did. Crypto there, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, you buy your two rolls. You can buy one roll or two rolls. If you buy one roll, you don't have enough to become a free agent. 
but you own some three cars. Could I go buy some right now? You're not white listed because you're not a new person coming in. God damn. Thought of everything, <laughs> didn't you, Jolby? <laughs> this isn't Jolby. This is not a Jolby project here. Really? Yeah, no. This is a test. It's, it's on the test chain. So you don't get an NFT back. You actually get a coin in your wallet. You get a coin in your wallet. Yeah. There's no, these are not NFTs. That's so fun, dude. Yeah. I'm pumped. Yeah. You have currency. This is now, it's a utility token, but it's in your wallet. The three penny. There's a, it's, it's, there's a ticker for it. Dollar sign three P. Okay. Yes. Uh, we, we call it three P with a little P. Okay. Um, I'm going to show you here. I'm going to hold up my phone so you can take a look because this will be out by the time, by the time people are listening to this, right? This will come out. But, uh, yeah. Tomorrow morning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. This will, you're going to drop this tomorrow morning. So this will already be out. Oh my God. Who made that? Who made that for you? Well, part of my LA crew. Oh, doesn't like to go to LA, but likes the perks of LA. Um, that is a Wombat original. Love it. Yeah. Have you went back yeah. out there? To, weren't you supposed to record something else? I was, I was going to go. Yeah, I need to. Uh, I canceled because A, I was in New Mexico longer than I wanted to be. And B, uh, I just need to get the fuck back home. Like I, I know. Just, I just, it's when I, you know, spending four days as my dead name rather than as three is, is it sucked. So I was just, I was like over it. Um, and I, and I'm, I'm busy. I got a lot of painting in the works. Would you consider changing your name legally? Uh, I do all the time, except that that would dox me. You mean it like would, it would, con- it would connect you back to, to your dead right. name. Exactly. Mm. So going through that process would then become public record. And so then anybody could go and look at what my name used to be. It's really a tough spot to be in. Hmm. You have a Wikipedia page yet? I don't that I know of. I don't think I do. Somebody get working on that. Yeah. Brian Brinkman has one. Yeah, he does. I read the whole goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, that was a good, uh, just a little shout out to the That's Nifty crew. That was such a good, good podcast. I love that episode. When we wrapped, I told Larry, I was like, that was one of our best episodes. I knew it too. Like just the way we came in, like I knew Brian was going to be the man and he really was. I got one of his artifacts, 3D. So I'm pumped. Nice. Those are edition of 100? Yeah, but there's only 66 available. I think they saved 33 of them for something else down the road that they're doing. Gotcha. But yeah. Okay. Very cool. Um, so, so yeah, the three pennies is, is uh, I'm, I'm going to be really curious if they all come back to me to become free agents. To us. Right, right. To us. <laughs> or us. Um, no, but, you know, they're going to come into my wallet uh, and then they'll be dispersed. Um, and actually, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm confusing myself right now. Yeah, how does that work? Um, okay, so the way this works is the bulk of what comes into the franchise era, okay, um, goes to, to teams, right? 
And so it's split up. Uh, there's eight teams right now. And so all these revenues uh, from three pennies where people declare themselves free agencies get split in nine ways. I get one ninth and the teams each get a ninth. Uh, so there are revenue streams built into to being a, a franchise uh, owner. Now that goes and, into our war chest, right? Yeah, they're yours to do as you as you please. Um, so, you know, theoretically, if, if 50 people came in, okay, uh, there'd be 3,330 three pennies that would come back into the league. Okay. Split nine ways. Yeah. So, and so you're getting, you know, 350 or, or so, uh, three pennies, but that covers the salary of one or two people. players. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Ideally, right. If, if you have a free agent coming in and they become worth their salt at all and get a, a, a deal, they got a two year deal at a hundred that's already, you know, that's being paid by them coming in. Yep. Yeah. It's not a drain on, on ownership, honestly. So. I think so there's yeah, a good it's, time it's, to talk about that too, where it's like, I think I mentioned it as well in the bleachers that like no one should feel down if they're not picked up right away because a lot of people aren't going to get picked up in this wave. Yeah. That's good to bring that up. Most of you new guys have nothing in your wallets. Okay. Um, and so you're not exactly a hot property to people looking to add you to their teams. Now, we have people that are asking, they're very serious about it. We had somebody today said, give me a list of all the GMs. I want to start schmoozing. Obviously, if you're coming into the project, you're, you're in, you're, you're enticed, you're out there buying base cards, you're interested, you want to find out how this works. You're going to pick up these season nines, the rookie cards, right? Um, maybe you can convince somebody in the over this weekend that you are worthy of being signed. You know? Yeah, I would think the people that would be signed is someone that has a lot of buying power, maybe has already picked up a couple base cards, is declaring themselves as a free agent, obviously, so they're getting those 10 rookie cards back. And that's that's a big win for a team. I mean, to have 10 rookie cards... Um, with, you know, a lot of people playing as free agents probably. So you would have someone on your team that actually has a few rookie cards. They're going to win a couple cards, you know, like yeah. it's just it's going to happen. Oh, absolutely. And if it comes down to it, winning a couple cards, the, given that you're competing every day, every team is competing against the, in, themselves, right? There's eight teams and every day of those drops, okay, You've got 10 drops that whoever gets the most hits off of the wheels wins the day and they win a three penny prize. And so if you're getting, you know, if you're spending a hundred, a hundred three pennies on somebody to play free for the season, it very well could be that the one that they hit during drop 004 is the one that breaks you, you know, into first place, whether, you know, maybe you win 38 to 37 over the second place team because of that one pickup in which case you're doing all right. You're paying for that. You're paying for the, your, your player there by winning. Exactly. So there's a lot to weigh from the ownership side and the free agent side. There's a lot of free agents that you'd probably be better off without a team for a first one or two seasons, you know, like, cause you're not, 
bound by the team's rules at that point. If you want to sell a couple base cards because you don't have a whole lot of money and that's how you're funding your future purchases, that's cool. That's also encouraged. But like, if you're on a team, you might not be allowed to do those things depending on what the team has in store for you. Right. Teams will have different policies. Now I'll say this, that, you know, I sit in on a lot of the team meetings. I've yet to hear a team say flat out, you cannot sell cards. Okay. They tend to say, if you're going to sell, keep them in house, sell them here, give us a chance at them. Um, but you know, you do have to follow their, their policies. To, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not going to come out and say what our policy is going to be, but um, we were, we're ideating on that in-house stuff. And we're thinking, you know, if the market dictates a 70 Tez floor, but you, the people internally want it for 20 Tez, it's kind of hard to tell that person they can't go out and make 50 additional Tez. You know what I mean? Like, so we, we've come up with a new plan for that. We won't announce it on this podcast, but we're going to be tackling that problem in a different way. Right. And that's the thing. So it's, so when you're on a team and when you're, when you're coming to these organizations, you know, in order to play out in order to, to make it through the season and get your pay, because you get your salary at the end of the, at the completion of the season, um, you've got to abide by the, the team rules. Right. And so as a free agent, you don't have to, and you can sort of do it your way. Right. Um, so, it's more freedom. So yeah. it's, it's freedom. Um, at the same time, then, I'll say this. A lot of the education that's happening internally on teams, you, you could miss out, right? Most teams are really guiding their players and teaching and, and setting uh, some sort of strategies, right? Um, most of the teams are buzzing at all times with people sharing strategy and, and insight and looking at markets and saying, these are some cards to target and these are some things going on. Um, so you'll miss that. You, you'll be with other free agents who are figuring it out. You have the, you know, access to the free agent pool where you just hang out with other, other like-minded players. But there is a certain advantage to, to being on a team uh, for learning. So, I would I would agree with that, but I also would say that I don't know if everyone knows this, but there are free agents that are in the grotto. There are like inner circle people that are still remaining free agents that been around the project for a little while that might just have not gotten picked up by a team. And I think owners would definitely be uh, looking for those free agents that are willing to help other people within the free agent pool, right, of doing that education piece. So if, if we identify people who are actively helping other free agents, that might be someone that we should look to have on our team as well. So feel free to help your fellow free agents out. Obviously it's a competition in a way, but with not being on a team, it's a little bit different for them. Yeah. In free agency, you're, there's less competition there. There's competition for you. You'll have eight teams competing to get your stuff. If you're willing to, to part with it because they need it to, to chase the ring. Right. Um, but no, I, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun to say the least. I mean, it's already a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I mean, everyone's trying to figure out how it'll all play out. We we will not know until we actually do it. And that's what I'm so excited to see is like, how will all of these different mechanics play out? Like the first, the 001 drop day, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Like that day is going to be insane. It's, it's, it's going to be unlike anything we've ever seen. And we've seen some exciting days. Uh, generally an 001 for any season is excitement in the air. It's, it's, you know, 
uh, anticipation of what the team's going to be revealed. There's just so much more on the line now. You know, every every single drop is going to matter in a big, big way. You know, there's three pennies on the line for every single drop. Now, is that just for the winner of the day, or is it top three get a disbursement? No, it's the winner. One winner. One winner daily, and at the end, it is however many full sets you have, and that's within the team or per wallet? Yeah. Like, do you have to have the full chase in a wallet or just total team cards? So it'll be total team cards at that point. But it's it's not the, – the championship is not total team cards. It's total rings. It's total, like, you know, chases. And what are, what's the policy on sending cards? The Quistoff rule. The Quistoff, like, well, no, the, that's fine. That you're a franchise now. Okay. It's expected, but that's the thing now is that we have free agency apart from that. So, when nobody was a free agent, which is what we had going on in season eight, that's where it became dubious, right? Yep. Um, so now we're now cool with that. Within teams, do whatever you need to do to get the most chases within a certain wallet and then send them back to the regular owners afterward. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. for this, this has been announced as a 15 card series, right? So card number 15, the champion is the team that has the most card number 15s. I would just throw this out here just to think on, let's not give object or hen any of these transaction fees. Why couldn't you just take a snapshot of all the team wallets and just see how many full chases we have? So, because we're going to be moving all these cards around just to move them back. You got to claim it. You got to have them. I'm not talking about the airdrops. I'm talking about the final chase numbers. Yeah, no, it's got to be. You've got because no, sorry, Kitch. I'm going to have an argument here during the podcast. But. Oh no, no, you can. It's your project. Do it how you want. I'm just thinking. How can we not pay in money? Well, then, I mean, here's the thing. Everybody should be getting their own, ideally, okay? Yeah. But if you if you are going to sh- shuffle stuff around, it's going to cost you some money. Okay. okay? That makes sense. And, yeah. Yeah. And that's just the nature of the blockchain. That's not yep. me. That's not me doing anything, right? But you need to have assembled a set. Somebody may want to keep three or five for themselves and not part with them or not do anything like that. And that's not going to count. They have to, you've got to achieve the set. Okay. And that is one set per wallet. Don't forget. That's always been the case. No, you know, we've had people who collected two sets in the same wallet. They get one, they get one award. It's happened in the past. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So ideally it's impossible for you to get more awards than you have players on the team. It's a bottleneck I hadn't thought of, but yeah, good to know. So in which case, if you're trending towards it, I don't want to share some strategy here, but if you're trending towards having more sets than you have players. Better pick up a motherfucker on the turn. Yeah. Remember, you have to do that before there's there's a a deadline. There's a, a deadline for free agent acquisitions and trades. Now that is a window after like 006. Yeah, so it, it, six is the is the the first chase, okay, and then you have seven through eleven, okay, and so all transactions have to be done before the drop of ten. Okay. So, 010, 010 is once the drop happens, that's the the trading deadline, the the, the signing deadline. 
So cool, you have cool. to anticipate if you need to pick up players because you're trending towards more awards. Okay. You got to plan for it. And then there's going to cost you. You're going to have to remember, even if you pick somebody up at the, at the, at the deadline, you're paying them a full season salary. Yes. There's they'll no get paid rate. out at the end of the season. No. Yeah. Yeah. Not prorated. Nope. So again, for you free agents, if you go on a run, you get some luck with those wheels and you start stacking some cards in your wallet, people are going to come after you, right? And you'll get a full season salary, whatever it is that you're signing. So once somebody makes an offer to you, teams will have a window of time where they can counter offer that. You could have a bidding war happen on you. That'd be fun. It'd be fun to see. So that's another reason why don't get mad if you don't get picked up right away because you could get picked up after 06, after you've demonstrated that, hey, I can win some fucking cards. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And we've seen it. People get lucky. Uh, you know, Voxel, uh, is it Voxel Junkie? Is that his name? Yeah. He was saying that he's been entering, you know, he went into every drop he could. He filled out every form he could for the Coder series and he put in a nice little Coders collection together. He sure did. That's a friend of Alex D'Elia. Shout out Voxel Junkie. He's the man. Yeah. And so, so there, there are opportunities. Uh, at every turn, it's just um, getting you know putting yourself into a position where you, you're able to learn and understand. Um, asking questions, nobody in the grotto is going to talk shit to you for not knowing. It never it doesn't happen. They're happy to guide you through it. We want you to know how to play. It's just it's built up over a lot of time of different strategy and actually seeing it all play out. So it'll all click on that first day because they haven't seen a drop. Maybe it's good to go back and see if we have any recordings of past drop days of the spinning of the wheel, just to give them like a feel of like, what it, what does it look like? I can't remember if we recorded those. There We, we have, but they're LFG. So mm. they're, if they're in the bleachers, you're not allowed into to seeing those. Those are, those are grotto exclusives. But yeah. if you, if you come into the grotto, if you become a free agent, you have access to the, uh, the LFGs. Oh, was he was he covering? Yeah. He had a little cameo by, and he yeah wearing black band over his eyes, so you can't yep. identify him. <laughs> um, so what's the schedule looking like? I know that uh, Monday deadline for declaration for free agency, and then what's right. going on after that? Because I know there's an insert drop in here somewhere, and Who's if that's team? if that's three penny only, I'm gonna have a fucking problem because I got no three penny. No, none, nobody has three pennies, okay. ideally. The only people that are going to have three pennies are people that buy them and don't become free agents. Which and is dumb. If, they, if there were a three penny drop, they wouldn't be. They wouldn't have access to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no. So the way the way this is going to work is is Monday is the cutoff for forms, okay, and Monday at at three thirty three Pacific. Is when the, the the window closes and the and the, the site shuts down for purchasing your pre-sale three pennies. Once that's done, I'll have a, a time period. I got to figure it out as far as how much I want to give them that they can send them in and and you know declare their free agency officially. And then Tuesday, we're going to have a modified uh, expansion free agent draft, okay, or, or selection yep. process rather. It won't be as long. We don't, this isn't the sort of thing where we, we gave we had seven hours, seven and a half hours to do the last one um, with 
you know, what was it, like 83 or something free agents. Um, we're going to do this where it's like five minutes at a pop. And they'll be going on simultaneously in, in groups. Okay. I'd like to get it done in two hours at the most. I think that's doable. Yeah, I think it is too. And so then you'll find out if you're, if you're on a team to start the season or if you've got a, you know, the, if you don't get picked up on a team during that event, then the earliest would be for drop 07. Okay. Nobody can add players or trade or do anything like that um, uh, from, I guess you trades are fine. Sorry, but you can't, there's no free agent signings until after the first chase. Right. But you guys could trade. That's, that's not a problem. Now, once you become a free so agent, do you have access to the grotto? You, you don't have access to the grotto proper, but you have access to the free agent pool and you have access to all of the channels that are out there. So there's some historical stuff that you can go back and, and read through. Uh, there's some recordings you can go back and listen to. Um, but for the most part, you um, you have full access to this this part of the project, the franchise era. But you're still not Grotto. To, be, to come into the Grotto, you still need either a swipe, it's 555 Tez right now, or a, a threesies, which is 2.99 ETH. And what does, will, what, what does the 200 Mint get you? 200 Mint will get you back into the Grotto if you have were Grotto and lost your rights. Gotcha. So that's not for well. new people. No, a new person doesn't come in with that. Okay. Yeah, but but those who people? those who were in, there are people who have threesies and and swipes who didn't fill out their form, and they're no longer they're just like you. They're just in the bleachers right now, and if they wanted to come back in, uh, with their you know sad stories as to why they didn't fill out their forms, that's fine. But they can burn their two hundred or go out and buy one to burn. We yeah, had three it, people come. If they didn't get those as an airdrop, which you gave to us uh, for free, thankfully, they're now like a hundred Tez floor to buy one and burn it to get back in. Yeah, pretty worth it. I'd say. Yeah, I think I think most Grotto members, if they somehow lost Grotto access, would happily do whatever it took to get back in. That's the cheapest option at this point. Yeah. So. Um, but the free agents will have it's it, you're gonna you're gonna feel a difference. Free agents are definitely gonna feel different, and free agents get access now to Tuesday and Thursday LFGs. Yep. So um, it's as close as you can get to being in the grotto. They're just yeah. missing that one channel, really. Right. That channel is important, but we're not 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 uh, not saying it isn't. And, and also, you know, for in real life events and things like that, you need to be a Grotto member. So Yeah. Okay, so we, we got through the modified draft day. And then yep. what comes after that after Tuesday? So when, when, Wednesday, we have an insert drop. It'll be a, a Tez-based insert drop. Season nine? Um, it's going to be spring training ahead of okay. season nine. Okay, so I think I will call it season nine. It's spring training. Okay. Uh, this is the first first drop of the of the franchise era, right? Um, and so that'll play out for for three days, Monday or excuse me, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then we'll take the weekend to collect ourselves and figure out what just happened. Uh, have a little constructive feedback on what what we could have done better as teams during the 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 drop. Post mortem. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, see you guys in the video room. Watch some tape on the on spring training, and then Monday we go we go full bore right into the streets. Okay, so a week from Monday is the 001 drop. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yes, Clear your calendar. Excited. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, that's, it's, it's a holiday. Uh, people don't... It's so funny to think that they have heard us talk about how great it's going to be, and they still don't know how great it's going to be. Now, it's electric. Does that start at what time? It's been like... It, we haven't had one this year, so I can't even remember. It's typically a 4.30 drop. Okay. Yeah, you have to have your forms in by 4. You got to have your your uh, any of your mechanics in by 1. Right? The forms drop on Sunday night, just so we're clear. So on Sunday the 15th, forms drop. You have until, until Monday the 16th at 4 p.m. Eastern to get your stuff in. Uh, the forms, I... especially the first ones, will walk you through a lot of the process. There are some 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 tweaks. There's no changes to any announced mechanics. I'll never change a mechanic that's been announced. If there's a utility that's been announced, that's law. Okay. Um, but there's some aspects of it that that are are changed up a little bit, uh, and we'll see that. And that's that's to really reward active participants. Okay. And it's a part of that that idea that you know you have to be. Um, in the system, you have to be a free agent or a player in order to participate in the burns. So anybody outside trying to sneak in and burn stuff, it's not going to be counted. It's just going to be a burn. That would be silly of you. Love it. In, in the past, we would let anybody, you know, burn or or, or um, participate in, in, in all of the, the drop levels. And now you have to be inside. Free agent or on a team. Holder, holders, holders utility being the only one that, that remains unchanged, right? Um, if you own a piece that qualifies you for an airdrop, then you own that piece as long, you know. But you're not allowed to to utilize. You can't use pieces and burn them or trade them in or whatever um, if you're not in the project. So, for example. Someone who just joined in the grotto doesn't fill out their form this weekend to declare themselves as a free agent, but has three base cards. They still have a chance as a holder utility to hit a card. Yeah. They own okay. those three base cards and they would. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Same thing. If somebody collected me early on and left or, or didn't pay attention or whatever, it happens. It happens very often that sort of paintings in dead wallets, you know, Something that somebody bought for two Tez once and never looked at it a second time, that they win a draw. And then tell the people what happens when that happens and they don't come and get the card. They don't pay. Well, since you asked, and because I always like to drop a little alpha uh, into into the mix here, so we've done a couple. We've we've handled it a few different ways um, in the past, but we're we're going to transition now because we're, we're changed. The structure, as we announced during LFG on on Monday, now all drops cost one. All all base drops cost one Tez transaction fee. That's it. So all if you win, airdrop, if you win, yeah, if you get the airdrop, if you qualify for the airdrop, you're only paying one Tez transaction fee. That's it. It used to be there was like a, a scale that went up as as the series went on. Um, but any any cards that are unpaid. 
now go directly to the vault. That's all there is to it. Okay. I like that. That's a good way to replenish the vault because you've been giving that shit away left and right. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, there will be two mechanics at play. Okay. For two, for two copies. Um, that is similar to what we did for the, the cards that are now going to the vault. Okay. But for every, every drop now, there will be an orange mechanic. This is alpha. This is something new. So you have your orange inserts that you use for bidding. There will be two drops during every two, you know, there are a number of different drops during a, a, a series, oh, oh, you, know, a, a, you know, series nine, oh, oh, one. There are a number of different mechanics that, that get played. There's a lot of spinning of the wheels, right? Um, and, and you will be able to bid uh, orange inserts uh, blindly. You'll be doing it through your forms, but there will be two variations. One where, uh, and the slots will be determined uh, at any given moment, right? Uh, and announced, we'll know ahead of time, but you'll be able to bid your oranges to, uh, to get those slots. Get the fuck out of here! And that's an auto burn, right? Well, there's two. There's two mechanics to it. So one okay. is an auto burn. One is no matter win or lose, you'll have to burn them. That you're giving them up. And the other, there's that's one one of them. And the second is simply highest bidder or bidders. And so then everybody gets lose, their shit back. Yeah, you, you only have back. to pay if you win. Yeah, right. But there's that's there's two very different approaches, two very different strategies there, as we've seen. And so that'll that'll be an element of every drop now for series nine. Great way to clean up the oranges. I love that. Good way to clean up the oranges, but it's also a good way to deliver value for those oranges. You know, um, they're they're really it, it's going to take some figuring out. It's going to take some play, but there are some strategies that could be used there where you're putting yourself in a really good spot. Now, I don't know if everyone knows out there, but there's a lot of different denominations of the orange inserts. There's some out there that count as 100 inserts, 25, 50, 10, 5, and 1. Um, And there's multiple cards for some of them. Right. There are multiple. Yeah. So the oranges are the only ones who have a face value. And And they count for that. If you burn them as an insert, they only count for one. But if you're using them in an orange bidding atmosphere, okay, they count for the denomination on them. So if you wanted to to bid 35, you could do it with a 25, a five, and five ones. But if you burn those for your insert burn, you only get what the seven entries or whatever it is. You only get seven entries. Exactly. So So good to know. Yeah. So if you're gonna be burning oranges, it's better to burn only singles. Okay, and I'll go ahead and put this out there uh, because so many of you uh, weren't around for it. But there's a, a Shayna Twitchell card, also known as hashtag Pumpkin Milf, um, and that it's a classic, classic painting from and and the beginning of a mystery. And it's a very important card, but um, there's a utility to that which we've played with a couple times, and that is if you burn one of them, it doubles the amount of oranges that you have in play. So if you're bidding five oranges and you burn a, a, an original Shane of Twitchell, you would qualify you for 10. Is that, was that announced before? 
Yeah, we've done that before. Huh. Must not have remembered that little wrinkle. That's God damn, we need a, a book, a bylaw, like a bylaw book. Or you can just pay attention. Or that. Either yeah. way. But the, this is the thing. Look, these for those of you who are new, your time will come to stack inserts. Okay? Everybody, everybody, has, unless they were here on day one, has had a time where they've come in and other people had inserts that they didn't get yet. And then you just had to be patient and your time will come and you'll be able to buy as many. Yep, you did it. Exactly. Uh, you buy as many as you want and they're super cheap. Uh, there's a saying in the grotto that you can you never buy enough inserts and it's the truest thing ever. I'm not trying to get you to turn your pockets inside out to go buy this, but I will be spending substantially on any insert that you're allowed to buy. Usually they're like 0.33 Tez or 0.1 Tez. The floor on everything's over one. So just do the math in your head. Like a Marlena was released so long ago and we paid 0.1 Tez for those. Now they're 1.1 Tez, you know, even with the 25% royalties taken out. I mean, yeah, those were trading all, at four at some points. They all, all inserts will have their moments. Okay. And that's what you'll see as you, as you play along. Uh, the moment that, that we, you know, only some of you are going to listen to the podcast, right? And the day when I go, okay, and oranges happen this way, and we we're going to use oranges for, for bidding like this, oranges will spike in price at that exact moment. Okay. Um, oranges will spike in price the moment that this podcast drops and those of you listen to it. Okay. This will happen. There, there, there are sort of moments for, for every insert. Every card will have its moment. Right. Um, but with inserts in particular, there's, you got, there, there are sort of waves and you can pick them up on the cheap when people aren't, they're not sort of top of mind and there's still a profit. And even when they're getting picked up on the cheap, there's still a profit for whoever bought them. You don't see inserts selling below cost. You don't see, I mean, let's be honest, there's no threesomes that's ever sold below primary cost ever. I make back my insert money. Whatever I spend on buying a large amount of inserts, I'll just list a certain amount for sale at that break-even point and they'll they'll go. Like I have no problem. Like Buddy Bradford, those bad boys, the ha 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 hen holes. They skyrocketed at one point because they were team currency cards on the first go round for this. And I probably doubled my money and still have a hundred buddies. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're inserts are very lucrative to say the least. And, you know, if you're, if you're retro, if you have a style where you buy them, a lot of them cheaply, and then you burn a lot of them. So a classic retro play in the past would be to buy 5,000 inserts, okay? And then to burn 100 of them on every drop, okay? So he's paying 0.333. So for 33.3 Tez, he's getting 100 entries on the wheel. Oftentimes, the wheel would be 1,200 or 1,500 entries, okay? But he's got a one in eight chance of hitting, you know, we give away 15 slots, let's say, during that spin. And he's hitting three of them. Plus, he's guaranteeing himself because he's the top spender in, in inserts, the top burner. He's guaranteeing himself one. So it would be common that he would burn 100, burn 150, whatever, and pick up so many of them that his cost on those new pieces was far cheaper than they'd ever be if he went to buy them on secondary. Yeah. And so, like, we have 
the, the Cardinale had been announced as, as having a, a utility of, of, you know, the, the correlated series where it takes three of them to, to get the, the defrocked Cardinale. The only way you could get that, to get three of every one, which Ratro has, right, is to, to have utilized things to put himself in a position to pick up as many as possible, you know, and sometimes he would hit six on a drop and sometimes he will hit two and then you have to go out and flip and trade and buy and finagle. But he's one of a few people who is defrocking the entire set. It's going to be insane to see that chase. Um, I can't even hint at it, but I'm, I'm, I'm deep into the painting of the defrocks. So much fun. We're going to get canceled for the defrocking. So, I think much fun so much fun i can't wait to see them is that going to be after this first season it's going to be during the season okay it didn't take away from anything it's just me minting them and batch dropping them perfect another event and then subs painted subs will come down the line as well same thing they'll be coming yeah so so yeah i mean we've got a lot going on it's, it's we're, we're on a very, very busy schedule here. Plus, I'm supposed to go to uh, Louisville next weekend for a base fish thing. Uh, and then the following weekend, we're doing 3DC in uh, in Vegas. Got it. Busy man. It sounds familiar. What is that for? Well, it's the Electric Daisy Carnival. It's a, it's a major, it's like one of the biggest raves in the world. And... Uh, and because it's me, it's this year they're changing the name to 3DC instead of EDC. Okay, that's where I knew it from, EDC. 3DC this year. You do not seem like a rave guy. Uh, I never have been until I became threesomes. Perfect. Um, and so look, Luch and Tex and I Need Beer and Ratro um, and me – and probably 60 to 80 young ladies. Um, it's, you know, it's the right place to, to be. And it's the right way to do it. FOMO. I'll be at a wedding. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you, you seriously break my heart in little pieces every time you do this. I know. I know. Are you seriously going to be in a wedding then, too? Oh, no, no. I just made that. I probably will be, but I don't know for sure. I don't know yeah. what the dates are. <laughs> I just me. assume if it's a weekend, I'm at a wedding. <laughs> Officiating, of course. <laughs> um, no, I've never been a rave guy, but uh, it turns out it's it's pretty cool. I don't think I've, I've had my own little raves in my head, but I've never been to one. So you didn't go, didn't you go with me after the, the Playboy party? No, we split ways. Uh, they were ready to go to fucking bed. We didn't do shit after Playboy. Oh, I went to the party degenerates and had VIP wristband and it was amazing. That's when Flower Boy wanted to hang out with us and he, we probably hung out for another 30 minutes and I was like, sorry, beeps, uh, we're leaving. He's like, fuck. And he had to like figure out a way to come meet you guys. Bad choices. Bad choices. All right, man. Let's uh, wrap this up. Or anything yeah, else you need to tell people? We'll uh, get this out. No, it's, uh, don't like like Hitch said. Don't sweat it. Don't sweat two things. If you don't if you don't have the money, 
to pay for three pennies and come in that, that door that way, then it's not your time. You, you'll have your time. And if you do and you don't get selected by a team, which you probably won't, okay, you're, you're getting into the, the access to the whole project more than you are um, thinking that you're going to get signed right away. So don't sweat that either. The important thing is, A, that you're in the bleachers and you're hanging and you're getting to know us and we're getting to know you and it's the best community in the world. And B, that you're making that step into to free agency and now you're committing to the project and you're saying, I want to be a part of all of these airdrops. There's many more ways to win. Once you're a free agent, you, you actually can win multiple different ways. Yeah. Uh, special shout out to all the moms out there. Shout out moms. Happy Mother's Day. Uh, oh, is it Mother's Day? That's, you, just, you just do that around the clock? I'm just letting the ladies know, especially if you've got a cesarean scar. Uh, we, we should talk. But this is going to be my first Mother's Day is threesomes. I'll leave you with that, Kitch. Oh, dear God. Do you remember when we did a uh, hot moms competition? I think about it every day. Has that been archived or is that still in the grotto? It's gone, I believe. I believe it's gone. That's so sad. Yeah, I believe But also it, it, great because a picture of my mother was in there. Yeah, your mom was a close second. Dude, I got she got a lot of votes. Close second. Um, you know, if she'd gone bikini pick the way that Basilda's mom did. I think I think she, I think you would have had to run away. My mom might have been ended up on a card. Who knows? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, my friend. Uh, I will see you on Monday. You okay? I'll be there. Bye, everybody.